The mosquitoes are out tonight. Welcome to another episode in the cantina. Yeah. Mosquitoes. And dear listener, if you're new to the show, we record outdoors. We do record outdoors. Yeah. And like our whole thing about our podcast <laughs> is to invite you as a friend to come chill with us. Yeah. So if you really want to chill with us, go outside and get... You e- should listen to the podcast outdoors. Yeah, and, and get some mosquito bites. In the middle of the night. In the middle of the night. Yep. So just, just, you know, so you can like be one with us. Yeah. I think that's a great way to be one with us. Yes. Go outside, hang out with the mosquitoes. Have an itchy thigh and ankle. <laughs> and they just they just know how to eat. They're, they're snacking on you. I think I got one. I don't get it. All right. So last episode, we talked about jobs to be done. Yeah. And in this- That was ep- a really good episode. Thank you. I uh, hope you edit it well <laughs> because <laughs> I think I wound around a little bit. I, I felt like the things I was saying were important to me. <laughs> they they were they're good questions. It's, it's it was a good episode. If you're listening and you listen to that episode, it was good because it was edited good. Because Lowe's did a good job editing. That's, that's why right. it was good. That's right. Okay, so so th- like we recorded like 60 minutes. He cuts, cuts it down to 24. That's right. That's so great. this this episode, um, I'm hosting. Travis is your proxy as the audience. Yep. And it is another late night here. So the topic for this episode are a few listener questions. Oh, it's so like a lot of different topics, like mini topics. Mini topics. Oh, fun. So we've taken- What do you want to call this episode? Mm, mini topics. <laughs> mini topics. Listener questions. Listener, listener questions. Is plural. Because <laughs> we, when we've done a listener question episode before, it's been one question and, and we, we talk ch- about it for 20 minutes. That's right. We're talking about it. Now we're going to do how many tonight? Uh, three that are audio and maybe one that is written. So possibly four questions all in one night. That's right. It's going to be good. So we're going to listen Rapid fire. to the first one. Here we go. It's uh, sent to our email, travelandlose at gmail. Mm-hmm. And he says, here's my question. I hope you guys like it. If not, I can make another one. Thank you for everything. Jay. Jay. From I Eat Websites. That's his handle. That, that is his handle. He says, hey, guys, my name is Jay, and I have a simple question for you guys. I know you guys are creating a lot of content every week. And I want to know how is this affecting your life, like your personal life and your professional life. I know that bad things happen and good things happen, but I know that a lot of people have a question like, is this going to affect my career? Like my boss is going to be happy or upset because I'm using energy to create all this content. So I don't know. Share your experience, guys. Don't get too personal. Okay, you don't have to. And thank you for sharing your knowledge and congrats. You're awesome. Thank you, guys. Bye. I like how he specifically told us not to be personal about it. So, and then he asked us a very personal question. <laughs> well played. I see what you did there. I, I don't understand how to answer it. So we're, we're, we'll answer it the way we answer. So the question yeah. the question posed is: uh, Travis and I create a lot of content and. How does this affect our career? Yeah. Positively or okay. negatively? And then the like second part of that was uh, we have day jobs. And so are our current companies concerned with the amount of effort we put into this yeah. content? And I heard like a like a subtext there of like, should I do it? Mm. Is it worth it? Mm. Okay. So uh, first question is how do we do it? Mm. 
Uh, you want to go for this one, and then I'll tell you my story as well. How do we do what? How do we create? How do, it? How do you create so much content? Is it so much? Uh, it. I mean, it's a sure. It's 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 an additional amount. Yeah. To what we do. It's more than I used to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> additional amount to what we do in our current jobs. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, we have deadlines and we stick to them, and so that's how. That's how you publish. That's how you publish. Trout and Lowe's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, same same story. We, we've talked about this before, like how to how to publish uh, with anything is, is, is deadlines, right? Mm-hmm. You set up a date and say, I'm going to hit this date, come hell or high water. That's right. And you move heaven and earth to, to make it because you believe that your word means something. Mm-hmm. And so if you have that level of built-in integrity, um, when you say you're going to hit a deadline, you hit it. And if you don't, you don't beat yourself up about it. Mm-hmm. You either, um, I mean, you either abandon it and run away and cry or hide, <laughs> nice. <laughs> which is not recommended. Or, yeah. or you know, you, you address the people who are waiting on you, and you say, uh, "I over, I you know, overestimated my or, capacity, or, my capacity, or underestimated the amount of work of it, uh, that's required, and I'm going to need a few more days." But I'm not abandoning. Mm-hmm. I'm not running away and hiding and crying. And uh, you just continue to work. Mm-hmm. There's this thing that happens when when work is set in front of you, and it's called the resistance, right? Mm-hmm. The resistance comes to you. It's that the resistance is that feeling of looking at the work, and it's maybe has you've done a little bit about on it already, and you can't quite finish it. Um, being able to publish, being able to to create work, is about beating resistance. It's not really even about. I mean, I thought about calling you today. And yeah. saying, hey, can we postpone? Because there's resistance to create really podcast because I have had a really busy day today. Yeah, yeah, you look tired. Yeah, and I chose to, uh, instead of prep after after work, I chose to go play soccer, Uh-huh. right? And uh-huh. then I got home and, I, and then had to do a whole bedtime yeah. dinner. And then um, it was like 9, 10, uh-huh. right? And then you were showing up at 9.30 and I still had two episodes to publish. Right, or at least create content for to write content for. So, how did you overcome that resistance? Um, the deadline. The deadline. The there. the expectational debt that I've allowed from my co-host. Yeah. Right. Yeah, expectational debt. I mean, a lot of the times, yeah, it, it's 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 making yourself. It's putting yourself in a tough place. Mm-hmm. Sometimes being able to publish means that you have to put yourself in a tight position. You do. Um, what's the second part of the question? What does your employer think of it? Yeah, the second is uh, uh, there's two there's two other parts. What's How that? will this affect your career? Okay. And what is is your is this negatively impact your day job? Okay. Uh, how will this affect your career? Let's do that one. Um, in in my case, it it's done nothing but open up my my career, um, open doors, introduce me to new people, um, and you know sometimes like like previously in an episode we talked about gatekeepers, right? And um, you know, if, if I look at the the basket of people that I've met through creating content, I would say like two percent of those are gatekeepers. Mm. But gatekeepers, they serve a purpose, and it's not necessarily the goal. Like like I don't want to get more people to listen to Travel and Los because I want more gatekeepers. Mm-hmm. I want more people to listen to Travel and Los because I want to, you know, help and influence more people. And so like like. Those individuals that I meet and we talk and they, you know, send me emails and I've been really horrible at responding lately, but just like I still read everything and I still like understand and try to appreciate everybody's stories. Um, 
I don't I don't know if this fits into the answer of how does this affect my career, but like just like having that solidarity with these other people, meeting them, um, having them be influenced by the work that I do is I, I don't know how much it, it affects my bottom line in terms of like how much money I generate, mm-hmm. but um it has opened up my way of thinking and opened up my way of understanding and appreciating and, and just like, this is maybe cheesy, but love. Like mm-hmm. I feel like there's more capacity in me now to love other people because I'm uh, asked t- uh, on a regular basis to, to, to help people. Like it's interesting. Once you start like publishing Travel and Lust, right? We help people. This is what right. the podcast does. Right. But now we get these emails and texts and tweets of like people with specific mm-hmm. questions or mm-hmm. specific needs. And you have this opportunity to to help one person mm-hmm. instead of broadcasting to several thousand. Right. And um it's it's just interesting. I don't know. I don't know, like maybe I'm getting off topic, but the, the idea of helping my career, it's making me a better human mm-hmm. to be able to help so much. Uh, so much sounds a little little uh, audacious, but just to, just to be involved with people's progress. Mm-hmm. progress. I think that's it, be involved in people's progress. There we go, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Um, and, and it, but it, let me just continue a little bit more just to connect it to the idea of how does this affect my career. That sets me up in in a mode to where I can directly help the people that I am employed with, my colleagues, right? Yeah. So like I, I'm in this mode of like helping people. You and I discuss things like like last week we discussed this idea of tools, not rules. Mm-hmm. And two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, mm-hmm. according to our published schedule. That's right. Um, but like that concept has like stuck with me, and I'm looking at everything that I do now and saying, how can I give my coworkers tools? tools. And um, and today I had this wonderful conversation with Daniel. Daniel, if you're listening, what's up, dude? Uh, were we talking about like not necessarily tools, not rules, but I, but I'm thinking about that as I'm in conver- conversing with him mm-hmm. and saying like, how can I help Daniel to achieve what he's trying to do and be a facilitator of his goals, and thereby my career gets better with that because now I have him as an ally to do mm-hmm. what I need to do, and mm-hmm. he is a very uh, capable and influential person in the organization. So. Yeah. Yes, it's very influential in, in your career, I think. Yeah, it is It is influential. I echo all of that. Okay. Okay. So the, the <laughs> last part of his question was... Um, uh, what's the overlap like with your current employer? Does it negatively affect oh. the amount of time you spend publishing? Mm, I, I mean, so uh, there, there was this, this guy I knew a long time ago, and he owned a studio, a design studio, and he said to his designers... Uh, look, if any of you guys do freelance, I'm going to fire you. Whoa. Yeah. And his perspective was that uh, I want your full energies to bear down on the work that I pay you for. Mm -hmm. And if you're working freelance because you need more money, I'm not paying you enough, or maybe you're not working hard, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Like he had this kind of like all or nothing attitude. Yeah. And, And when he was telling me that, I was like, that's just wrong. Uh, it, it was one of the most offensive things that I could ever imagine and downright stupid because everything that I do outside of, of my employer that is creative, that is good, mm-hmm. I mean, even the interactions I have with my, my loved ones, mm-hmm. those all come about to bear on the, pro- on the work that I have in front of me at any given moment. Yes. So 
like we talked earlier about, you know, the, the tools that everybody needs to be a good creator is, is awareness, empathy, and grit. Like, how are you going to gain those things if you're not constantly using them, mm -hmm. right? Like, this is how you build a muscle is you put it under strain, and then it grows back to be stronger to meet the, the need of the task. Mm -hmm. mm, it, that, 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 that guy's view of it really, like, pushed my button the wrong way. Yeah. Anything that any creative endeavor that you do outside of work unrelated to your day-to-day -day job will circle back and influence and make you a better creator in your day-to-day -day job. Absolutely. Especially in design because, you know, a big part of design is research, mm -hmm. right? And if, if you are, are presented with a, with a problem, you know, like how does, how, how might we X get X to do Y? Um you already have a lot of uh, of built-in information and knowledge, but if you spend all your time not servicing other people, not creating things for people in need, just watching Netflix or playing video games or just doing whatever, I mean, those things can add value, but like like being in the mode of understanding people, trying to help them, trying to serve and trying to uh, create for other people is is, is so, so beneficial for creators who are trying to do that professionally. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Cool. I think we answered the question. Yeah, I mean, that's a good question. Good question. What do we got next? All right, next question is from Thunder Nerds. Thunder Nerds. Thunder Nerds, if you're listening. And they are a podcast, right? Po they are a podcast. Thunder Nerds is a brother podcast. Brother podcast? Uh, they're, they're a fellow podcast. They're a fellow, fellow podcast. And uh, Thunderbirds. You've uh, inquired of us to be on your podcast, and I will email you. <laughs> you haven't emailed them back no, yet? No, to set up a date. Emailing is so hard. <laughs> I have to email like five people right now. So it's easy for me to publish this episode, and you hear it, and me let you know that I will, e whoops, that I will email you back. <laughs> Thunder nerds, expect an email someday. Expect an email, and we will get scheduled. All right. <laughs> so We're going to be on their podcast? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I like being on podcasts. Yeah. That's why I made my own. <laughs> oh, look at that. All right, here we go. Hi, Travelos. My name is Frederick Philip Van Weiss. I am a longtime listener, first-time caller, and I want to say that I really enjoy the podcast, and I appreciate the value and time that you put into each episode. And my question being just that, where do you find the inspiration for each topic for every episode, and what is your research process like for those questions? Where do you find the time, and what is your research process like? Where do you find inspiration, not the time? Oh, I thought you said time. Okay, yeah, where we're... do you find inspiration where for the topic? Where do you find inspiration for the topics? And what is the research after you've been inspired to follow? What's like, the process what's like? What's the process like? Okay. Do you want to answer this? I've been talking a little bit yeah, too much. Yeah, yeah, I'll answer it. So I find inspiration from major learnings or pain points I observe in yeah. my day-to-day -day work. Yeah, what you come across, right? It's what I come across. And then when I come across it, I get two weeks before I have to publish. Oh, so right? you're, you're keeping like a what, like a running catalog the whole time? Yeah, and I don't. I only write it down if it's something like this is something I really need to think yeah. about. Right. Normally, my process goes as such: is I record this episode, and I don't. I have two weeks until I have to record another two episodes. So I have two weeks to prep something else. Y yeah. Right? The right. way that we do yep. it. Yep. And so in those two weeks, I'll encounter these pain points or notable moments in my day-to-day -day that are, oh, four weeks. 
Yeah, it's four weeks because we record biweekly and you're switching off. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Okay. So you, you, you basically have to have two topics a month. Yeah, so two topics a month. And so what I have in the interim, in the time between uh, when I publish and when I host is a time of, like I like I was saying, yeah. notable moments or pain points or observations that I've had. And when I'm getting close to the wire, like about a week out to when I have to host, yeah. uh, um, I've been kind of thinking about this this entire month already. And then I start to kind of form, form formulize or, or get formulaic with like, okay, I know there's something I want to talk about in this realm. Yeah. Right? And then once it gets to like day two, day one, or even like 30 minutes prior, depending on the week. Like tonight. <laughs> like tonight. Then I'm like, then I commit on one. I'm like, this is what I want to talk about. Uh-huh. Right? And and the thing is, I've been prepping for an entire month in my mind. Interesting. Right? Yeah. And so it's, it's only about getting, how do I want to deliver the story of what I've been right, right. experiencing for right. the last month? That's good. So that's where I get my inspiration. Uh-huh. Um, uh, it's pretty loose. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's and what about research? And then when I when I get into this research phase, throughout the month, um, once kind of have an idea, when I get like 10 minutes, I'll look look for articles on Medium or I'll talk to peers or right. I'll look internally. Uh, so, so you have like a few floating around ideas throughout mm-hmm. the month. And you're gathering resources around it. I'm validating uh-huh. that this will be something I can talk about. Trying to like find a thread that moves through these resources. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then that day or the day before or even 30 minutes before, you're you're nailing it down. I sit down and force myself to create a narrative Got or, it. or an outline. But these are it. things you've been toying with for about a month. That's right. Interesting. Interesting. It's, yeah. So it's it's uh, if you're looking at it from the outside, it's like, oh, he has to host. He just sat down for thirty minutes and created two episodes. Right. It's not the case. It's it, like right. This is there's a lot of gestation there. Yeah. Interesting. Gestation like that. Yeah. 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 So that, you're, that, you're making a content baby. Yeah, making a content. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Full terms, thirty days. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I'll name it Los Junior. Los Junior. <laughs> so, the Junior. <laughs> The, the, the junior. <laughs> so that so that's my process. What's yours? Uh, Where do you get inspiration, and what's your process like? Your research process. Research like? process. Okay, so um, I I uh, am a little bit different because I am producing content on a a much more rapid scale. You are. So um, I have a weekly YouTube video that I have to make. I have a weekly article that I send to everybody on um, you know through emails. Travis.com, uh, Travis slash notes. And then I have um, two episodes a month of Travis and Los. So, so, so I'm generating um, three pieces of fresh content on some weeks, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's, I don't kind of have the, like the luxury of a wait for a month for two ideas to, to gestate, which is, which, which I don't know. Cause, cause I'm like a, I'm like a, you know, there, there's this scene in the the Dark Knight, the Batman movie, mm-hmm. where the Joker says, "I'm like a dog chasing cars. I wouldn't know what to do if I got one." <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I just love that <laughs> that statement because I really resonate with it, and yeah. and I kind of talk about this a lot. They're like, they're like, I'm just like, <laughs> like I just get excited about something and chase it without without like even knowing how to end. Like I'll start a sentence without knowing how to end it. Yeah. 
<laughs> you know? Nice. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> like I just did right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, so, so for me, um, let's say inspiration is the first question. So yeah. for me, uh, inspiration comes from a lot of a lot of different a lot of different places, and and I'm lucky in in the way that I am surrounded, and I've kind of built this up in my life, but I'm surrounded with just brilliant people. Mm. Like um, I get a lot of comments about Carly. In fact, I, I texted you a, a screenshot. Mm-hmm. Somebody commented on my YouTube channel. I wish I had a friend like Los. <laughs> like I have. <laughs> Uh, uh, you know, three years ago, I met Los. I mean, no, like four or five years ago, yeah. but like maybe like around that time, I identified that Los was a special person. Mm. And uh, don't blush, but mm. I, I identified him as a smart and person, but also like a an in, intuitive like there there there's something about the way he thinks that I really I, I said this this guy mm. this guy right here, mm. and I have done that my whole life like i in earlier this episode or last episode i mentioned daniel mm-hmm. daniel is the person that i work with at google and he kind of does the same thing and he found me and i found him at the same <laughs> time cool. he heard um <laughs> what did i do initially <laughs> that's cool i sent out oh when i first joined google they said Let, hey write up a, a you know a bio and we'll send, email it to everybody oh, okay. and like everybody else's bio is like oh he has a master at stanford and and like has like led this and this research project like 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 everybody has like this amazing bio in me i haven't done anything in my life right. and so i wrote down Travis Lois and i wrote down uh dev tips in my notes right so he subscribes to my notes because he's a curious person and right. he listens to a few episodes of travis and he identifies me as a, a thought leader and, and somebody who he wants to bounce ideas off okay of. cool and now he comes to me every you know, two or three days and invites me to lunch and like today we walked around and t- we talked about how to give feedback to somebody Ooh. it was a great experience and he, he's a good thinker i'm gonna have him on the show i promise he's he's a great thinker Super cool. Los, i'm serious we, we bring him on and you'll be like this guy <laughs> Nice. You know, it's like one of those people. And so in my (laughs) throughout my experience and my journey is like I collect relationships like that. Mm -hmm. I think they're valuable. I married one. Mm -hmm. And I uh, I want so that that's kind of like, wow, what is the question? (laughs) The question is where do you find inspiration? The inspiration is like these people. Like I am a vampire (laughs) and I suck these people dry (laughs) of of like their really good, innovative and insightful ideas. Yeah. And one of the things that (laughs) <laughs> that we talk about a lot on this show and also on dev tips I, I i say guys it if you want to be a good creator and i'm talking about creating content but also about creating designs or whatever yeah you 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 need to have three things mm. number one is awareness you have to understand yourself mm-hmm. you have to understand your position in the world you have to understand the world around you and how you belong into it you have to understand how other people work and what their what motivates them what job are they hiring you for yeah and the second one is empathy, right? You have to like, why do they do it? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then the third one would be grit. Like we talked, just the answer question before is just publishing. Right. Like you <laughs> you did not call me and cancel no, because you have grit. That's right. Right? <laughs> so um, those those three things will lead you to from topic to topic because they're they're giving you a framework of how to be instead of instead of like, I'm going to go on uh, Designer News and look at the latest Medium article of somebody complaining about X, Y, Z, right? Right. That's easy. Mm -hmm. It's so easy to do that. And we can do that up and down, left and right. In fact, remember when we first started this podcast, we were like, 
what do you want to do for content? I'm like, I don't know. And and we, we we flipped open. I think we went to 99U. Yeah. And we and we looked at a headline. We go, we can talk about that for 20 minutes. Yeah. Good. We're done. We can do a podcast. <laughs> and, but funny. it turns out, like, my favorite podcasts are the things where through thinking and write, because I, I write out scripts, yeah, like yeah. almost word for word, yeah. because I want to think of the nuances of how I portray or convey an idea, right? Right. So last, two weeks ago, I, I brought up this idea of, of giving somebody tools and not rules. Right. Like that was a deliberate statement that I brought to the evening. Right. And I wrote that on the bus that the, like two hours before. Right. And I'm thinking, okay, and, and, and I'm, I'm writing, uh, longhand because I want to express, express, express. And, and formulating that sentence came after saying that same idea several times. Mm-hmm. Like, give people the opportunities to, and, 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 and just saying that over and over again, and this idea of, oh, the tools, and, and, and what is the opposite is, is the bounding, the restrictions, the rules, and, and yeah. it kind of generates like that. So my favorite kind of content that we generate and the things that I'm inspired by the most are like the original perspectives or frameworks or ideas, like full process designer, mm-hmm. like, um, the three, uh, what are they called? Three pillars of, of creation, creation, right? Tools, not rules. Like all of these kind of things are my very favorite things because they they are ways to re reassign understanding of what you already know. Yeah, that's that's yeah. absolutely my favorite. So the research goes into the, so to talk about research um, is in my text editor. A lot of the things that I'm doing for research is introspection, mm-hmm. and like, how does that affect me, and and what does it mean to people who are like me, and kind of like, uh, like that. But if you want to talk about that other episode, like the narration one, mm-hmm. like the research was pretty obvious. Yeah. I talked to other people. Yeah, yeah. And I called them on the phone, <laughs> and I and I asked them these really sometimes personal questions. Yeah, yeah. So it can vary a lot. Yeah, it can vary. It can vary. Sometimes it's an article that I'm just like, like the uh, uh, the gatekeeper one. Yep. That was basically an article that I lifted. I give credit to it, but I was like, like these are not my ideas, but they're fantastic they're ideas, fantastic. and my audience needs to know. Yeah, that's how it was with the jobs to be done. Right. There's right. been extensive articles written about it, mm-hmm. and I, it was introduced to me. And when I read this, uh, when you heard it, when I heard it, I was like, this is something I need to share. And right. Like, and and it's been simmering for the last two months. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's in it's in my note. In my notes on my phone, uh, jobs to be done. Right? Sometimes, sometimes I bring up uh, content that I've written about in my notes previously. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, like actually, I'm publishing a note tonight because it's Thursday night or Thursday morning tomorrow. It's going to be about tools, not rules, mm. and I'm expanding on it, and I'm, I'm investigating my idea even further. Yeah. And so sometimes I'll bounce an idea or a concept between. You guys hear that helicopter? Um, Cantina. Cantina. <laughs> uh, I, I'll bounce an idea between my various publications. Like I'll, I'll talk about, that's loud now. Yeah. Um, I'll talk about, uh, you know, awareness, grit, and empathy on dev tips. That was where it first came from. Yeah. And yeah. now I talk about it on the podcast all the time. Yeah. And I write about it all the time because I, I think that these, bouncing the idea around these different publications gives me an opportunity to reassess my ideas. And it was, I was noticing something interesting when I did um, the podcast uh about tools not rules and yeah. I, and I was writing the show notes for it right I, d- I described it in a certain way oh, and okay. then when I went to um, like product hunt to like list it there I described it in a very similar way but I changed a few words that yeah. made it a little bit more succinct a little bit more powerful yeah. and then when I tweeted it I took that product hunt description and 
and I was able to change it just a l- l- like like just turn the knob just a little bit. Yeah. So sometimes the repetition is not only good for learning, but also for like thinking through your idea. Yeah. And yeah. I'm okay with that the like the show note, which was like the first, you know, yeah. the first uh, expression. I think the, being less powerful than the, my most recent expression because that shows growth and maturity of an idea. Yeah, I like that a lot. So there's two different ways of where we find source of inspiration in our research and what it's like. Yeah, I think I think it's we we you and I leave it open a lot, mm-hmm. and it gives us an opportunity to try different methods. Yeah, which is I think it's powerful. Yeah, it's powerful. All I right. Think, I think if I gave my, <laughs> I'm just continuing talking about no, like if we if we gave a, ourselves rules like this is how we research. Oh, yeah. This is where we give inspiration, <laughs> get inspiration. It would be dry. Yeah, it would get dry. Formulaic. Yeah. And and we would it would be just boring. Yeah. 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 I, 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 I. Variety ah. is the spice of life. Ooh. <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt. All right, so the- <laughs> I think it's been on the t-shirts. Uh, <laughs> that's where you saw it. inspired. Uh, this person uh, says, first of all, you can call me Stan because it's fu- he said it was fun hearing someone fighting with his name, trying oh. to get it right. Oh, did he leave a, a review? He's from Romania. He This is an email I'm reading. Okay. He says that he's attached an audio question. It's an MP3. And his, his question is about like something about work. And then uh, it's, it's, he says a lot. So let's listen to the listener question. I'm going to give it a, a give a go at saying your name. Stan? Uh, he says Stan. That's his. That's that's at the end. Whoa! Yeah, try that name. So here we go. I'm not gonna try it. Mircha Bogdan Stanchu. That's pretty good. All right, here we go. So listener question. I'm recording this outside in my backyard in Romania. Kevin Low style. Hear a few birds or some gypsy music coming from the <laughs> background, but that's just my landscape. So before I ask anything, I should give you a bit of context on, on myself. I studied and worked as an engineer for the last eight years now. Right after graduation, I got this idea of having a plan B, something to do in case I don't make it as an engineer. So I started learning about web development and design and started doing small freelancing projects in my spare time and realized that I actually enjoy doing web stuff so much even that I wanted to change my career and I did I am now one week away from starting working as a front-end developer but here's my catch I accepted a new job offer but others keep popping out Uh, what would you do if like me you are just days away from starting working for a new company but others give you better offers like double the pay or something like that do you accept the new offer do you ask for more money to compensate with these new offers um i'm just curious how would you approach this but keep in mind i'm just starting and i can't be uh, fuzzy about it so thank you and greetings from romania that's a hard question that is a card question. Have, so. you, have you ever had that situation where you have a good job, you keep getting more offers, like grass is greener on the other side? And his his problem is especially punctuated by the fact that he just started, right? Or that he just had he started yet, or he just accepted? Well, at this point, he probably just had just started. Yeah. Um, what would you do? So the question is, 
I'm new into an industry. I made a pivot from engineer to being more of a front-end developer with some design experience. And um, somehow I've been able to market myself in such a way where I keep getting more interest yeah. in myself and the value that I could provide, the value I could provide at a company. Yeah. I've been hired. I accepted. However, there's this other company that comes by and says, hey, we would love to have you come here. We're going to offer you X amount of dollars, and it's maybe 15%, 20% more than what you're making He said 50. He said double. Oh, double, 100%. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sometimes double. He's like, what would you guys do? Mm, That's a tough. It's tough. You and I both know somebody who switches jobs every three months. Mm. (laughs) And and he is... uh, his his job to me seems to be to get a new job. That's like what he's good at. He's good at interviewing. He's good at interviewing, good at getting new jobs. He's good at getting jobs. Um he's been put for the last, I think, two years. He's been what? Put for the last He hasn't two moved years. around? Mm. That's interesting. I'd like to ask him why. Mm. Um so So back to the question. Yeah, let's hear your take on it. Mm. All right, I'm gonna give you as honest of an answer as possible. So I got hired I went through an interview, got hired, and I started in a week. And then another company comes by is like, because uh, I'm assuming you put in a resume to these other companies. Yeah. And so they kind of were a little slow mm-hmm. to get at you. Um, And I'd like to take money out of the equation. Out. Out of the equation. It's a very big part of the equation. It is a big part. If you need the money... He's making a face right now, everybody. Yeah, I'm making a face. If you need the money, I'm hesitant to say this. Go get the money. Go get the money. Go get the money. Yeah. Uh, there's this piece of advice that I heard once, which is if you're starting out on a new career if you, or out straight out of college, try to find the highest paid position you can get. Right. Because for the next decade or two decades, it's going to set you mm-hmm. on a path for exponential growth. Yeah. I mean, this is true. When, when, when you are hiring uh sorry um interviewing and whatever um for a new job it's t- it comes time to they decide okay we like this this is legit um let's talk about money they're going to say how much do you make currently like what are you currently valued at mm-hmm. and if you can say i'm valued at 100,000 then you might get an offer like 110 or 105 or you know, something like that. Something like that. If you say I'm currently making 160 thousand, well, the offer is not going to be 110, right? Right. So, uh, so there, there's a lot of logic to that. Like, as, as, you know, if you can bump up that number as fast as you can, your next position is also going to increase the number. So, starting from 90 is going to be different than starting from 150. Mm-hmm. Just depends on what you can get and and but like there, there's give and take and i understand why you were like oh well, if i could take money away because like a job is is a lot more than just the dollar amount right yeah but there's there is a cutoff there is a point where your job is a dollar amount that's right and then once you get above that dollar amount then it becomes more than you know what i mean like it's 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 about like maslow's um hierarchy of needs right mm-hmm. the the very base of the hierarchy of man's needs is security and and survival, right? So you can't survive on what you know the money that's lower than your your lowest your what is it, minimum viable amount, mm-hmm. right? So as as long as you're above that, 
you have a lot of freedom in the type of job that you want. Perfect. So I want to talk about this freedom. Okay. Okay. Because the first thing, uh, my gut reaction was to take money out of the equation, right? Right. For this reason alone. Do you want to talk about? Right. Because I want to talk about the, r- the real reason why you work so at a let's say work all of, Let's say all of the job offers are breaking you out of the the minimum viable amount. Okay, cool. So there's this uh, there's these four things that you should look for. Okay. Right. Um, how are you inspired? How are you useful to the company? Are you respected, and to what degree? And then are you growing? That's a great litmus. Okay. And so the way to get this litmus is to uh, draw a chart. Oh, an XY. An XY chart. Uh-huh. And you put inspired in, on one end, useful on the other, respected and growing at the other. Mm. And then from what you can gather, if you're already at a company or about to start, what you can gather, put put some plots on the axes, axes on where you think you fall for inspired, useful, respected, and growing. And then what you'll do is you'll draw another points for what you want and see what the difference is. That's That's really interesting. And I'm looking over your shoulder. You're looking at a, a Medium article, mm-hmm. and there's there's some diagrams here that I think mm-hmm. would be really great to add in the show notes. Yeah, um, looking at the gap between where you are and what you want is a really great way of of like sh- deciding like should I move along yeah. or not. Yeah, and so so but there's a, there's an added element of tension in his question mm-hmm. where we're talking about time. He's talking about time, and he's also talking about he's new in the industry. Right, time. Right time, and then the other thing is, um, like trust. He's like, should I start with trust and like with my word? Like I said, I'm gonna take this. Oh, because he already committed to mm-hmm. it. So there's a there's a there's something about integrity right mm-hmm. there. There's a little bit about integrity here. Um, yeah. So if you're looking for advice, this is what I would do if I were in your situation. Um, took the position. I'm getting hired. I start in a week. Um, I would go to this other company. I would interview and see how they measure against the uh, initial company when it comes to compensation and when it comes to this these four things that I talked about. Ins- yeah. Inspiration, how useful you're going to be, are you growing, and, are, and how respected are you going to be. Mm-hmm. And make a decision based on those two. It's so hard to tell, though. It's hard to tell when you're starting, right? It's, it's hard, yeah. But you can... You, you have ha- to be at a company maybe like you know, three to six months before you really understand. Yeah, and and at the beginning, you're able to see culturally yeah. what the companies are like. So you can get a gut check. It's true. You can this get a true. gut check. Yeah. I think that's why on-site interviews are really good. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the best kind of interviewing is the, the stuff that happens outside of the interview. So, like, if you know somebody, for example, um, you know, you have a friend that works at a company, and he says, hey, that's a pretty good company. Mm. That's a great way to tell if it's a good company right because you have an honest opinion right whereas like you know interviewing is kind of like dating they're trying to get you you're trying to prove to them that you're worth getting got so it's like it's not exactly genuine yeah so but anyway that's beside the point you know what do we do now we have we have a great job offer we have already accepted it and another one possibly a good one comes along my my I, i would just say like if you've accepted just accept it yeah, accept it. Accept it. Mm, and then you have. But and then you how have long? I mean, you don't have to stay long. Yeah. <laughs> Just like like the here's the thing, 
Um, this this actually happened to me a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So I, I I accepted a job at my last job, Tubular, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm with this company for like two or three weeks, mm-hmm. and I really like them. They're really cool. I'm getting paid well, and they're they're very nice. I like the product. I like the ideas. And then Google comes along, and they interview me, and they offer me a job, mm-hmm. and I'm torn. Mm-hmm. It's Google, and this happened. Like two or three weeks into my last job, into starting at two, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and I interview that they they give me an offer, and I talk to the the CEO, I talk to my boss, and I go, look, they just gave me an offer, it's this, and I'm not trying to get more money out of you. I just like w- like I want you to advise me as as if I'm your your friend or your son, mm-hmm. and it, but like you have to understand this guy is like super cool, so he, right. he so he goes he goes I get it, mm-hmm. it's Google, like I get it. Here's my pitch on why you should stay. Um, I think that you can have a bigger impact here. And he, g- he gave me all these things. He's like, he's like, he's like, somebody. If you're not going to be here, I'm going to hire somebody else, and right. they're going to define this product, and they're going and it's going to be an amazing ride. You can go to Google. Google is always hiring. He says That's this right. to me. <laughs> yeah. He says this to me three years ago. Um, he says, he says, Google, Facebook, uh, you know, these these bigger companies, they are always hiring. Yeah, they don't stop hiring. They don't. It's no, true. <laughs> no. And he, he goes, he goes, just try it out, man. He's like, just, I, I would advise you as my friend, as my son, I, I would just try this thing out. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, give me six months. Yeah. Hang out here. We like you. Yeah. Hang and out for six months. And if you don't like us, I will write you a personal recommendation. And I know people at Google. I'll introduce <laughs> you. Is I want you to be happy. If yeah. you're not happy here, we don't want you here. Yeah. But I think that you will be. To yeah. try it out. That's what he told me, and and I stayed there for three years. Yeah, because it was inspiring. You grew. You were useful to them, and they respected you. Absolutely, all mm-hmm. of those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to certain to certain levels, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if we answered your question. We gave you something to think about, at least. We gave you something to think about. Yeah. Good luck, uh, though. Good luck. So we are about forty minutes into this episode, so we're gonna call it. Okay. Those are three questions. Thank you so much for sending them to us. And I think it's really cool that this is this is like the manifestation of inviting you into the cantina. Yeah, mm. you are invited. Mm. Imagine like five people sitting around the cantina it's table. It's really cool, and we're yeah. having a chat. Um, we want to invite one more. Let's invite one more. All right. So this one is from uh, Jr. Meza or Junior Meza. This is a review. This is a review. Okay. Okay. Sorry, yeah, this is a review on iTunes. Okay. Uh, we read one every episode. And this one is titled Inspiring and Funny, uh, and the review goes like this. This is an amazing podcast full of insights and valuable knowledge. The spontaneous format makes for a very natural experience and casual listen. Late Nights is a perfect culmination of knowledge, experience, and epic beards. Oh, nice. They can just see it through the audio file. They can just see it through their ears. (laughs) My ears can tell there's a beard right there. Um they discuss the skills necessary to be successful in any industry and life in general. Great job. Oh. Yeah. And that was from J.R. Meza. Um, thanks a lot, man. I mean, I, I like at the end where he says, because you know, we're both designers, so right. there's, a, there's a, a tendency to scope ourselves into what we know, right? Mm. Or, or there's at least an opportunity to say, this is a design podcast. Uh, yeah. Right? Um, but I like that, you know, J.R. Meza points out that this stuff that we talk about, like, right, like this, like, for example, just this last question Mm -hmm. about job offers, about navigating companies and what they need and and your own career. Mm. This, is that cross functional? 
It absolutely is. Yes. So I like that they point that out. I like it too. It's a good pointing outing. <laughs> good humaning. Yeah. <laughs> pointing outing. Pointing outing. Super. Super. I'm leaving it. <laughs> um, so you can find us on Twitter at Travin Lowe's. Tweet us. We like to have conversations. Mm-hmm. We're also on Instagram. It's a fun little playground yeah. where Travis and I try to one-up each other. Yeah, yeah. At Travelos on there. On Instagram. On Instagram. And then we also have a email. An email. You heard three uh, voicemails that people have sent us. So they just use their phone and record like a, like a voice recorder and just send us the message. And, you know, if you speak clearly and make your questions succinct, and pointed. And, and pointed enough, then we can uh, we can bring you onto the podcast. <clears throat> Excuse me, I just swallowed myself. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Don't don't leave that in. I just swallowed my like air. I don't know what that was. Don't don't leave in that I swallowed. Oh my gosh! Close. Oh, it's so good. This is what I'm talking about. Our podcast is trust. I just I'm just gonna leave that with you and. Trust that you're going to make okay. the okay. right choice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what was I saying? Uh, <clears throat> uh, I don't even know what I was talking about. Uh, <laughs> Something about, okay. Now. Y- you can email us at travelos at gmail.com. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then you can find a whole archive of episodes, uh, com, And uh, you can you can listen to all of them there. That was great. <sighs> I'm going to have fun (laughs) editing and publishing this. (laughs) It's going to be good. Uh, It's going to make it onto the Instagram, too. Oh, (laughs) no. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. All right. Well, thank you for listening to another episode. Oh, God. And we will see you Uh, next week, Uh, Tuesday morning. I'm done podcasting. (laughs)